hello, my beautiful friends. <laughs> what a sultry intro. <laughs> this is Maggie Pilliton, who else? And welcome to the Maggie Pilliton podcast. How's everyone doing today? Hope everyone's safe and healthy and doing well, as usual. I've got a pretty special episode on deck for y'all today. Not sure if you're aware, but this is the 30th episode of the Maggie Pilliton podcast. Oh, woohoo! Mini wave in celebration of all of us. Wee! I hope you all did that along with me. Like, I literally did the body wave movement. Anyway, probably just me just being a dork as usual. It's quite possible. But in addition to this being the 30th episode of the Maggie Pilliton podcast, I mean, first of all, that's reason enough for celebration. I know. But also, uh, it's quite ironic and cool and funny that around the time-ish of the 30th episode of this podcast coming out, uh, I also turned 30. Whoa, what? I know. What craziness. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> really should have just like added that sound effect in instead of doing that so awkwardly. But yeah. Anyway, so... Your old pal Maggie is now a fully formed 30-year-old. Maybe not old pal. I don't know. I just threw that in there. But, you know, when you turn 30, I think it's pretty common to have thoughts just flood into your head. Like, oh my god, I'm so old! Or, what have I accomplished with my life? Or, where am I going? Or, gosh, my body hurts. Like, that one's a common one for me. I don't know about (laughs) y'all. But in reality... I know I'm not actually old. I mean, age is just a number, right? But 30 is a pretty big milestone birthday. And I think, arguably, that 30 is quite possibly the biggest birthday of them all. Hear me out here. I mean, 20 seems big at the time, yes. uh, But it really isn't, in my opinion, at least. And, you know, like 40 could be cool too, but doesn't seem that big of a jump from already being 30, whereas like going from your 20s to your 30s seems pretty big. You feel me? I think turning 30 can also feel big because it represents a very big shift in your life. Like I think the 20s are all about finding yourself and not that you can't still be finding yourself at 30. I mean, who is not still learning more about themselves right now, right? But I'd hope that most people have at least a better idea of who they really are and what they believe in and what they want out of life once they reach their 30s. Maybe. I mean, again, to a certain degree. Uh, and then I think for some people turning 30 might be like a time of panic or or just like a full realization that we're adults, like officially adults now. Um, it can also be a time of change, empowerment, fulfillment, resilience, etc., It can be about embracing your true self. It can be making big, bold changes in life that have been a long time coming or that will bring about new, exciting things and moments. Um, It can be letting go of the past, working on ourselves in therapy, right? Holla. It can be about grieving and moving on. And all of those sound big and intimidating and scary, but it also can be really exciting and rejuvenating. And that letting go piece is really sticking out to me right now Um, through some therapy and other forms of support slash mindful discussion, shall we say, I've realized that letting go is a big theme for me right now. It 
And for me, it's coming in a lot of different forms. And it's something that I kind of want to focus on going into the future. So like I just said, letting go can come in many forms for a lot of different people. Um, It can be letting go of relationships that don't serve you anymore. It can be letting go of versions of yourself that don't feel right anymore. It can be letting go of preconceived notions and even implicit biases that we have of the other world and other people. Um, It can be letting go of visions we had for ourselves that aren't necessarily attainable or that just aren't right for us. And when I think about letting go and all those different scenarios, all of that looks like grief to me. And that sounds a little grim when talking about turning 30 and grief but I promise there's like a there's like a loop in here just bear with me so grief isn't necessarily just grieving when someone passes away we grieve when we're going through a breakup whether it be romantic or even like a friend breakup we grieve when our life goes one direction and we have to grieve the thing we thought we would be doing or the things we thought we'd have in our life and we grieve in moments that we don't expect to experience grief. There are moments in our lives that we might feel sad or angry or not super grounded. And we might mistake those moments for some other form of mental discomfort, such as anxiety or depression or something else. And it could actually very well be related to that, but it also could be grief. And one exercise I've been working on lately is pinpointing moments where I feel uncalibrated, or upset or even just or even sometimes you know happy or grateful because some of those moments can be tied to grief even the more positive uplifting ones like the happier grateful moments and sometimes analyzing those moments and treating it like anxiety or depression won't help uh in fact we we sometimes just need to name it as grief and then go about our grieving process so when someone says Something like, we need to make time and space to allow ourselves to grieve. Like, yes, absolutely, and that's great. Firmly agree. But how does someone actually grieve? Like, what does that look like? Seriously, like, I mean, maybe I'm getting super philosophical here, but like, what is that actually, what do we actually do? What does that look like when we grieve? We've all heard of the various steps of grieving, and those can certainly be involved. But in a, a big step in grieving that I actually just recently learned about is not trying to fix the situation. And it, that reminds me of a mental health tool I learned about, uh, not kind of like not examining the why when we're feeling mental discomfort, but more examining the how. And for me, that resonates as me naming the feeling and finding how it's landing in my body. So like, does my chest feel tight? Does my stomach start hurting? How is my body responding to the feeling I'm experiencing? And then once you note that, you can examine your mental health toolbox um, and pick something that might help calm your body down. And I know also, I know you might be thinking, uh, Maggie, didn't you just say not to fix it? Ah, yes, my wise listener. (laughs) I realize I just said that, so I'm basically just calling myself a wise listener. That, That wasn't meant as like a humble brag. But I view this as checking in with yourself shouldn't be categorized as, quote unquote, fixing it. Um, that's, that's simply a process to calm our body so that we can get into a space where we can grieve. So hopefully that makes sense. And as I'm saying, or as I was saying, some situations of grief can't be fixed. They certainly 
can't be fixed when our nervous system is out of whack. Let me just say that. And as someone who is a Virgo and is definitely a problem solver, it goes against basically all of my natural instincts to not try to help or immediately fix the situation. But that's how we need to grieve. So don't try to fix it. Just do nothing. And I mean, isn't that kind of nice and relieving in a way to hear that you need to just do nothing? Like, I mean, I mean, like, sign me up, seriously. Like, if a doctor or therapist prescribed me to do nothing and lie on the couch and watch reality TV and eat comfort food, like, I'm all in. I'd probably hug that therapist. Or not, because, you know, COVID. Also, side note, I had a really interesting, and by interesting, I mean not that interesting, conversation with my friend the other day that was mostly led by my ridiculous curiosity and the difference between couch and sofa. Do you all know what the difference is between a couch and a sofa? If you do, hit me up on social media at Maggie Pilliton because I have to have a discussion with you and share some ridiculous resources I found on the matter. Anyway, (laughs) back to grief. Uh, So I think we all need to find our ways of doing nothing. That looks differently for everyone. So for me, it's that couch scenario or sofa scenario. (laughs) But for you, maybe doing nothing is taking a nap or taking a nice bubble bath or doing yoga or listening to spa music. That's actually a very popular one in my household. But (laughs) find something that makes you feel relaxed and in control and that is not a direct action towards fixing something. So why am I going on this random rant? (laughs) Well, First of all, you are listening to the Maggie Pilliton podcast, so what did you expect? I mean, really? Come on. But second, I'm going on this rant because turning 30 really isn't that scary. It's exciting and comes with so many possibilities, and letting go can feel like removing that weight off your shoulders that's been there for possibly all 30 years. Letting go feels like running through a meadow naked, (laughs) or whatever vision works for you. Maybe that's not your style. But turning 30 can be all about letting go and embracing what's to come. And 30, for me at least, should really symbolize stability and peace and always finding and prioritizing joy in your life. And those are at least some of the goals, some of my goals for year number 30. Oh, and side note, saying joy and the number 30 made me realize, I'm not sure why it took me so long to say this, but 30 is also Steph Curry's number. So like, it's bound to be a good year. And that's just like, you know, that's all the joy we need in our lives right now. And if like, if you didn't know that Steph Curry's number is 30, like, please contact me at Maggie Pilliton on social media, because I would love to give you a full Steph Curry tutorial because that's very basic, but also very important information. And I'm here to help. (laughs) So if you're interested, holla at me. (laughs) So anyway, but now that we've had a very deep conversation, or at least I've had a deep conversation with myself, I've talked about my mindset and some goals and some framework for entering the 30s. So now that we've done all that, let's let's have some fun, right? Let's lighten this up a little bit. So you know how there are all those dorky turning 30 phrases like dirty 30 or like 30 flirty and thriving. Like they're just so cheesy. But I'm going to do this game with myself and I'm going to call it one of those lines because I mean, sure, why not? Like turning 30, you only do it once, right? So, and also no one submitted any better ideas for it. 
Well, actually, that's not true. I didn't ask people for other suggestions. So really, that's on me for the bad title then. So as my good friend Janae pointed out, and yes, that is the Janae that came on my podcast a while ago and is a dear, dear friend of mine and probably one of the most intelligent, wonderful, creative people I know. Uh, I can't really, she she reminded me that I can't really say dirty, flirty, and thriving. I mean, I can, but there's kind of a caveat that needs to be acknowledged. So it really should be 30, flirty with my fiance and thriving. hey <laughs> Also, given the fact that I just said, hey I don't want that to come off as like a humble brag. Like, ha I have a fiance. <laughs> Yikes, that would be super yikes worthy. Um, it's really just more of a clarification that yes, I'm engaged and I'm not going to be flirting with a bunch of other random people. It is not 2019 hot girl summer, folks. <laughs> is that too much personal information? Uh, we'll just skip ahead on that one. So anyway, thanks, Janae, for that slight clarification. Always appreciate you slash please come back on the podcast. You are amazing. So as I was just babbling on about, this game is called 30 Flirty with My Fiance and Thriving. Yay! I feel like I need some cool like Wheel of Fortune-esque sound effect there. You know, that's better than like, yay! Uh, Or at least like some cool theme song like Jeopardy has or something, you know? If anyone out there is interested in making me a cool game show themed song, then let me know. So the other day, I googled questions to ask yourself when you turn 30, and not gonna lie, it was pretty boring, (laughs) and like, just very standard, not super creative, and like, some were like, pretty deep and philosophical, and not that we're against doing that on the Maggie Pillsden podcast, I mean, obviously, Uh, but we kind of covered that territory already, you know? A lot of the questions were like, Do I have any real regrets? Am I a good person? Is it too late to change? Do I need more? Do I have the life that I want? And like, let's just say those for Oprah. I don't know. Like that's, whatever. We can do better. Those are great questions to check in with yourself about. Don't get me wrong. But again, I feel like we've already done that on this episode and in my own personal time. So let's get jiggy with it. I said that I said that and was like, I don't think that's the right context to say that, but that's just what came out. So hope you all appreciate that. Shout out to Will Smith. So as you all know or should know, I love a good celebration. So in the attempt to make this game and episode more celebratory and fun, because hello, I just turned 30. Yay! Uh, I'm going to shift the type of questions I'll ask myself. So I have a bunch of like random categories that I felt are pretty 30-esque or related, if that makes sense. And we'll see how my answer now might differ from how it would have back in the 20s. Does that make sense? Also, I'm going to attempt to answer 30 of these questions with short answers. (laughs) Okay, Maggie. (laughs) Totally, you can do that. But no, seriously, I'm going to try to keep it short. And I just won't use the phrase rapid fire, though, because when I do, that backfires. I <laughs> get what I did there? Okay, moving on. Okay, so let's get started. This is where you cue the Wheel of Fortune. I like, do-do-do-do, or I don't know, something cool like that. Question number one. What is your drink of choice? <laughs> Random place to start. Honestly, the first thing that came to mind is sparkling water. <laughs> I feel like that's a real 30 year old answer uh there's like a cucumber mint one i love from target 
or just like straight up grapefruit like it's reliable i also think this question was meant for alcohol so in that case i'll just say some kind of like red wine blend or like an organ pinot maybe or like a gsm so sophisticated but before 30 i would have probably said like a whiskey ginger ale which is still great but like i can't handle it anymore and then might have still said sparkling water okay so question number two what is your signature meal to make uh this is probably the same now as it was back then for me but i'd say grilling steaks and veggies like i love grilling steaks and i think i'm pretty darn good at that and just you know getting that like yummy flavor and those grill marks and that medium cook on it just mm, yeah and then i also love just grilling random things like green onions or like sweet potatoes or peaches and then of course the more traditional like peppers zucchini you know all that stuff question number three in the summer would you rather go to the beach or go camping and this is an easy one because beach by far i am not a camping person as my mom says that's why hotels were invented It's not even that I'm not an outdoorsy person. I just don't get the appeal. Like, especially now that I'm 30 and just like sleeping on anything but my comfy mattress hurts my body. So hard pass. (laughs) But put me by a beach and I'm so happy and like could go boogie boarding or go for a walk or like play football. I I don't know. I just, I always feel very relaxed at the beach and I'm all about feeling as relaxed as possible now. Question number four. Which meal is your favorite, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? I usually say breakfast because I do love breakfast food, but I'm kind of leaning towards dinner now. Sorry, I had to stop mid-answer because I had to sneeze. No COVID, I promise, just allergies. Um, What was I saying? Oh, I'm leaning towards dinner now because I love to cook and I just feel like I have more creative freedom with dinner, you know? In the 20s, though, like, breakfast was 100% the answer and it made sense because it's just like very important hungover food (laughs) it's for survival right question number five what's the best joke you've heard of (laughs) okay I don't know if this is the best joke ever but since I'm kind of a math nerd I think it's really funny and it just like has always stuck in my head I do have like a good solid like five jokes I can tell at all times, but I got to save some. So this one that I'm thinking of is what did the zero say to the eight? Pause. Crickets. Nice belt. (laughs) Just visualize it. It's a good one if you don't get it. Anyway, it's also like a very like dad-esque joke, so... Also probably pretty fitting for being 30. Question number six. What is your ideal Saturday? This is like pretty simple for me. I mean, this might have been the same in my 20s, but like just like hanging out with family and friends and doing something outdoors, maybe like playing a little basketball, maybe watching some sports, um, maybe throwing a little beach time, maybe like a barbecue at the beach. I don't know. Something like that. Pretty simple. Question number seven, what is your ideal Tuesday night? That's just basically like, what do you do on weeknights now? And oh my goodness, how this answer has changed. (laughs) Instead of going to like get drinks with a friend at 7 or 8 p.m. and then like watching reality TV till midnight, I want to do nothing on a Tuesday night and just like eat ice cream on the couch, couch, (laughs) with my fiance and just like watch one of our shows 
and get into bed at like 8 p.m. <laughs> or 9 p.m. or whatever uh, with our daughter asleep upstairs. Like just, yes, please. <laughs> Question number eight. What is your current go-to workout? I mean, I wish I could play more basketball like the old days and like play in like a league and do a ton of hit workouts and stuff because it does make my body feel good. But since my joints are awful and my right ankle is just not doing well, not really an option anymore. <laughs> or at least like to a very smaller degree. Does that make sense? Whatever. I do. I will say though that I have always and still really enjoy doing strength workouts. So that's kind of like my primary go-to workout. But I also just like, you know, like chill cardio and like doing something outside, like maybe some stretching. Just, oh my God, that sounds so 30. <laughs> Question number nine. What's your vacation, favorite vacation spot? Uh, I mean, probably still Hawaii, just because it's the one place in the world where I can fully relax and I'm like almost forced to relax and... I love going there with my family and going boogie boarding and snorkeling and swimming with the sea turtles and all that, but just away from all the tourists. <laughs> so uh, especially with COVID happening, I have not been to Hawaii in a long time and need to go back. Maybe 2022. Okay. Question number 10. Favorite piece. Oh my God. I cannot talk today. Favorite piece of clothing you own. So this one might have like used to be a warrior's jersey or like some dope pair of shoes or something. And like that stuff's great. But I feel like now it's just like my wide array of comfy men's shirts because I basically only wear men's clothing now. And uh, whether it's a t-shirt or a button up, um, I've always been all about athleisure. I feel like I basically started athleisure, just saying, but uh, leaning even more towards the comfy side than before now. Uh, okay. Question number 11. What is your morning routine? <laughs> so I used to wake up and like work out and check some headlines and like some emails and maybe like watch a little TV and then like stroll into work. Uh, and now it's usually like my stepdaughter coming in yelling, wake up, Maggie, wake up, Maggie. <laughs> so a little bit of a rougher wake up now. Uh, <laughs> don't really need an alarm now because she's basically my alarm taking her to school and like maybe doing a workout if I have time and then just like lots of grad school work. That's basically my, my morning routine. Maybe trying to have like a yummy breakfast at some point. We'll see how much energy I have. Question number 12. What do you do when you want to treat yourself? Treat yourself. If you don't know what that's from, you should look it up because it's from a great show. So now I'm all about massages. <laughs> Again, just like sore all the time now that I'm 30 and also before. Uh, but I also, like I don't know, how do I treat myself? I love just like drinking a nice bottle of wine with my fiance. Uh, I love treating myself to doing nothing too and like just watching TV or sports when I can, you know, just like simple stuff. Also, I'll say that for now. Question number 13. Uh, what is the nerdiest thing about you? I'm a pretty big math and sports and DEI nerd, as you all probably know. Uh, I'm also a very organized Virgo who now makes super detailed to-do lists and puts them in categories and like lists different priority levels and oh my gosh it's like making me excited but it's also very dorky oh and I'm also that person that like puts things I've already done on there just to cross it off it's like such a Virgo thing question number 14 when is the last time you cried literally probably a couple days ago <laughs> like I don't even remember one specific time 
But I can tell you pretty confidently a couple days ago or somewhere around there, which is probably more so than it was like 10 years ago. Definitely. I cry now when I'm overwhelmed with school or like gender stuff or parenting, but I also cry when like a dog commercial comes on or like when I hear like a nice acoustic cover of something like could really be anything. It's just like always on the brim, as my friend says. Question number 15, biggest stress. What is your biggest stress, I guess? I mean, I I think just like balancing grad school and a relationship uh, and like a stepkid and everything that comes with parenting and family stuff just, you know, honestly, like it's probably parenting is like the biggest stress for me right now just because, oh my gosh, it's so hard. But also just, yeah, like finding that balance of everything can be hard too. And again, that's a big shift from the 20s. Question number 16, what are some things that make you laugh? Um, my fiance, my stepdaughter, my friends, my sisters, my parents, dad jokes, <laughs> number jokes, dog videos, not the ones that make me cry, but like really funny ones, you know, things like that. Question number 17, last thing you bought yourself. Oh, I bought myself a projector. (laughs) Honestly, can't remember if I posted on this uh, on social media, but if you've seen it, it's amazing. I really have wanted to make like a home theater experience. Like I'm, I'm like legit obsessed with it. And as my sister says, once you do it, you will never go back. So go try it. It's so true. This is also just like after months of trying to figure out a like TV mount situation that like was extremely frustrating and just wasn't working. So 30 year old Maggie likes this option way better. So pretty excited about the last thing I bought. Also, it wasn't just for myself, but I'll count that anyway. Question number 18. What's the last thing you Googled? Oh, this should be interesting. Okay, let me get my phone. I have such random Google searches. I'm like kind of nervous to see what it is. Uh, Okay, the last thing was... Drum roll, please. I always do this and I can't tell if you can actually hear it. Can you hear that? The last thing was... Pieces of bridge fall off in dream. (laughs) This was a dream I had a few nights ago. <laughs> I like distinctly can remember it. And it's just pretty hilarious because it's like very Maggie. Like, I mean, it's pretty obviously like a stress dream, but I think I was like, what, is, what could this mean? I don't know. <laughs> but also there's like, so another funny thing is there's also over like random period after the word off. So it's pieces of bridge fall off period in dream. <laughs> so also just distracted typing. It's great. Question number 19. Oh. While I have my phone out, who is the last person you texted? Uh, I'm going to say probably my fiance. Oh, yep. Yeah, my fiance. Not that surprising, I guess. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, okay, question number 20. Who's the last person you called? I'm going to guess my mom, and I guarantee you it's my mom. Yep, it's my mom. <laughs> also not that surprising, I guess. Wah, wah. <laughs> so question number 21. Is there any product that you couldn't live without? I mean, practically, I'd probably say my phone, but 30-year-old Maggie, and I bet my fiance would say the same, I feel like might answer our white noise machine that helps us sleep. (laughs) My fiance and I are like so dorky and uh, take it with us whenever we're going to stay somewhere else. And so we're just so old and adorable, but it helps so much. It's so soothing. Question number 22. What would be the first thing you'd do if you won the lottery? 
old me would probably say like buy the warriors or like fly around the world or like something crazy like that now i mean like those are those would still be great so but like now i think i'd probably go a little more practical and say like save money for college for the kiddo and buy a house and like maybe a vacation house like how cool would that be maybe even like do another grad school program after this or like maybe a phd program that's scary and like save for like family trips and help my parents in any financial way like i think i'd probably just do like potentially boring things like that but smart and strategic question number 23 what's the phone app you use most i mean i'd probably say instagram just because of podcasting and honestly like finding great facilitation and educational resources but also spotify like gotta listen to my jams my fiance and I also have been using this like couples question app thing a lot. So like that <laughs> co-star because I'm queer and astrology is like in our non-existent Bible. <laughs> um, use Google Docs a lot for school. That's like really nerdy and 30 year old. Uh, I also use the health one on my iPhone to track my period in case you all want to know. <laughs> so again, very 30 year old. Question number 24, at a party, where can someone find you? Uh, on the dance floor, obviously. Still probably true at 30, but also because of COVID, I just can't imagine being at a huge party right now. Like, no. Uh, and also now that I'm 30, I want this to be a party that's done at like seven or eight so I can go home and like watch my shows and go to bed. <laughs> Question number 25, if you could magically become famous, would you want to? Oh gosh. I mean, old me definitely would have said, I mean, prob- most likely would have said yes, because I'd want to be some like famous like singer that started off on YouTube and did covers and then now, you know, has all these cool albums or like a you know professional athlete, like professional soccer player, or, like WNBA player or something. So, yeah, I mean, that would be cool. But also now, like if I were to be famous, I'd want to be like controlled famous. And I don't even really know what that means. But I think I just want to be like a speaker and like do some TED talks and like maybe write a book and like do some appearances every now and then kind of like Glenn Doyle maybe but like with some Abby flair because like obviously I'm the Abby in that relationship you know what I mean question number 26 what's your favorite family tradition probably shumai on Thanksgiving we all make it together as our grandma taught us and that's still probably my favorite thing that and we still sometimes do Sunday dinners that we used to do with my grandma too so that's really fun too Question number 27, who are you the closest to and why? Kind of vague. Um, I'd say my parents, you know, my friend group has shrunk a little bit in the last, well, definitely like in the last few years, but even maybe even more so in the last year or so. I've just been more intentional about who I spend time with and the people I want to be close to. And I've learned that I only want to surround myself with people that bring me joy and that love me for every part of who I am. I think those are very basic criteria, but now I'm like pretty firm on that. And I stick to that a lot more now than I did in my twenties. Question 28, what makes you feel at peace being with my fiance and family and closest friends wearing men's clothes and maybe swooping my hair and just like expressing my gender and all my other identities in my most authentic way. That's what I would say. That rhymed. Question 29. Bucket list item for your 30s. Ooh. That's a tough one. I have some personal ones that I might not share just yet, at least for now. But a more general one, I would say, is do some kind of like 
out of the country trip and I, I don't want to, I just don't want to make excuses anymore about money or time or anything like that. And then obviously, you know, obviously like there are COVID restrictions now could be in the future, but despite that, I, I want to make that happen whether, and whether it's going to like Japan or Hong Kong or Italy or France or like other parts of Europe, that's just, that's what I want to do. I want to prioritize that because I never really have prioritized that in my life. Question number 30, last one. The thing you're most looking forward to about your 30s. Really stability, peace, consistency, love, joy, friendship, and community. I think that's a pretty pretty good mix of the things that I'm looking forward to and that I want in my 30s. So yay, we've officially made it. Cue the noise, the like, or whatever the game show noise is. So that officially concludes our 30 flirty with my fiance and thriving game. <laughs> but in all seriousness, seriousness, still can't talk. Uh, that actually was a really fun exercise, just reflecting on different viewpoints and goals I've had or ways I've changed or, or not even changed, but just evolved or ways I've worked on myself. And then also just really thinking about who I am now and what I want in my future and what's most important. It's a good exercise to do, not just when you turn 30, but whenever, really. We should always be checking in with ourselves and learning more about ourselves and creating goals. I know I want to keep doing that. So if you all answer these questions or come up with other ones, let me know. Love to hear them and keep doing questions or games like this on the podcast. So that'll be fun. So since I answered 30 questions about being 30, that was a lot. I, I'm not going to do a Yo Mags question this week. I know. I'm sorry. You can hear the disappointment. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like I just basically gave you like 30 Yo Mags questions. So you got a lot of Maggie content, content in there. Hopefully that satisfied that. But I will definitely do a Yo Mags question next time. So if you have one, of course, just send it to me on social media at Maggie Pillowton. And that's about it for today's episode. Happy birthday to all the other 30 year olds out there. <laughs> We're doing it. We're succeeding. We're living our lives and we're doing great. <laughs> Just proud of all of us. Um, as always, if you have time, please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you know when new episodes come out. You also can follow me on social media at Maggie Pillotin to know when new episodes come out also. and then, But in addition to that, to find out some other cool things about me or other cool resources you should check out or things like that. If you're feeling extra motivated, please leave a review or rate the episode to let me know what you like about the podcast and what could be adapted. I really appreciate it. And as always, thank you all so much for listening. I am excited for more episodes to come out soon and continue conversations with you all about being 30 and letting go and gender and sexual identity and just all the things. So thanks again. And I will talk to you all again soon. Catch you on the flip side. Okay, I'm done. <laughs>